1: And welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. You can find me online. I would love to connect with you through my website, which is nolatherapy.com. It's the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles, therapy and send me an email. If you would like to work with me as your healing practitioner, if you're interested in being a guest on this show or have someone you'd like me to interview. And if there are questions you want me to ask and seek someone out to interview on topics of interest to you, I really welcome that please keep subscribing and sharing this show on the platforms where you can find podcasts like iTunes, Google play, iHeartRadio. I am on all of those platforms. It helps me out a lot to just keep getting this show into the hands of more and more people. My theme is that we are changing consciousness one conversation at a time. That mission delights me in my own life. And I invite you to join my email list, which is there's a link at NOLA Therapy to sign up for my email list and follow me on social media, NOLA Therapy on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. My guest today, this is her second time coming on my show. I interviewed her last year on her book titled A Journey Within. And in just moments, we'll be back with Luann Ludwig. And if you want to follow along on her website, it is Luann, L-O-U-A-N-N-E, Ludwig, dot com. She was at one point in her life, a real estate agent, where she awakened to spiritual gifts that she has to be able to serve humanity and tapping into their intuition. She's an intuitive. She is a blogger. And today we are talking about her abilities as a medical intuitive to help alleviate physical pain from your body. And I'm going to share some work I've done with Luann that has been remarkable in this last two weeks regarding lower back pain. Um, so, Luann, welcome, and thank you for being back with us. Oh, thanks
2: so much, Lisa. How fun to be back on with you.
1: It's great. I'm curious to hear what has transpired in your life since we spoke about your book, A Journey Within, last year.
2: Oh, a lot of changes. The um, sessions I'm doing online um, on on my Zoom, you know, like kind yeah. of like Skype. A video yeah. uh, session. I do a lot of sessions now, and I don't think I was doing them yet when I spoke to you.
1: No, you were going to start.
2: Med- yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've been in full bloom on them for some time now, and the medical intuition um, sessions also have really taken off. So, yeah, it's been it's been life changing for myself and for a lot of other people.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Can you start with us? One of your recent blog posts has to do with listening to the language of our bodies brings great riches. Can you talk to us about about what this medical intuition is and the role our bodies play in our physical health and emotional well-being, just as kind of a, a baseline to launch from?
2: Okay, very good. Well, to begin with, I believe that our bodies are a great communicator to us from the heavenly realms to let us know you know, what is go- what is going on that we might be looking at in a way that is keeping us from something. So when we feel an ache or a pain, if we tune into that, and, and you can learn to be your own medical intuitive, but what's nice with my sessions is I can help get, give you a jump start with that. Um, and for the tougher, tougher things, I can help you dig deeper in it. Um, but what what our bodies are doing on an ongoing basis is communicating with us areas that that we may need to be looking at a little bit differently so that we are moving in the highest direction in our life. So, for instance, oh, let's say um, Let's say you have a lot of frustrations going on uh, with maybe your marriage, and okay. you start to to get, um, let's say, stomach pain, uh, stomach issues, and um, actually you don't realize they're they're connected. I kind of threw the punchline out too fast, but <laughs> let's just use that as <laughs> okay as an example. So if you would if you would look at the pain that you're having and and start to wonder, what is this showing me, start to look at your body as a communication tool, you would see that you just can't stomach the the issues in your marriage any longer in this form. And so then you would work towards maybe stepping up communication skills or whatever else is specific to your issue at the time. But the bottom line is your body will clear its stomach issues away because it's already communicated its message to you.
1: I see. Okay. So when you work with clients, they come in and talk to you about a physical pain and then does it come to you? What, what issue it's related to emotionally, psychologically and such? How might this exactly? Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's exactly how it works, you know, when I'm talking to someone on a on a professional level, I just tune into them and then I ju- I'll just get a hit as to, you know, what is going on with them and then we'll start to talk about it and I'll get more hits as we go with more um, gleaning insights into what's going on with them and you know generally actually I haven't encountered it not to be resonating for the client. Generally, it resonates very strongly with them. And then they think of more things and it just fluffs it out even deeper. We work together as a team on it and just pull things out. And then, you know, one thing leads to another and they just are feeling better and better.
1: You know, it might help uh, listeners, you all listening, if I share my experience of Luann, when I interviewed you last year and what came up during our show around my lower back and what you offered, and then kind of where that is now in the last two weeks of talking to you again about it. Because I think it might help people get a sense of this process in action.
2: That would be great.
1: That would be great. Go ahead and that'd be great you chair. Yeah, I remember during our interview in 2018, I felt inclined to just disclose that I've had lower back pain for at least 10 years, possibly longer. And I still function. I work out. I don't let it stop me, but it does keep me from jumping out of bed. Um, I typically would have to sit in a cross-legged position on a couch with something supporting my back for about 20 minutes every day before we kind of loosen up. And then it would tighten throughout the day as I drive. And so it, it's been, it sucks to have to deal with that for so many years. I just kind of accepted it. This is just you know, pre- people have worse things they deal with. If this is all I have to deal with, I'm going to I'm gonna suck it up, so to speak. But when I asked you that question, you paused, uh, and it came to you that your sense was that I might be carrying the weight of the world on my back and to release the weight of the world from my back and also concerns around my mother. And just maybe there's some things there that I've been worried about or concerned about. And just to kind of repeat to myself, I, I release the weight of the world from my back. And I remember I immediately felt like, oh, like something drain the tension drain from my lower back. And for the last, it hasn't been quite a year, I don't think, since we did our show, but that's helped. Though I've noticed since we've spoken to a lesser degree, just the the tension had kind of crept back into my lower back. And I wasn't sure what that's about. So I reached out to you in preparation for our show a couple weeks ago and just shared, like wondering if you know anything else about this. And you you emailed me back saying that um, when that happens, to ask tune in to that part of my body and my back and ask where I might be over functioning or over performing. And it took a bit to ask myself, okay, what what's what am I over what area am I over functioning in? And in the last two weeks, I've gotten really quick at identifying the exact thought that I'm having. And it has in every case been a worry, a concern, someone I'm thinking about wondering what might be going on there, or how is this going to work out to pay a bill? Um, There's been a specific thought very subtly underlying in the background that I have some worry or concern about. And then you suggested that I turn it over to spirit to handle every single detail, every nuance of this worry concern just hand it over and also to release myself from the obligation of that thing or person or situation and it's just been remarkable how the pain just diminishes immediately and i wonder i just wanted to share that with our listeners and kind of ask what's going on there oh
2: that is so beautiful i have chills that is just beautiful what a demonstration of how things evolve for us, how our body gives us a main communication and allows us to, you know, work with that. And then it dissipates. It gives us the feedback. Okay, you're doing a good job. Thank you. I appreciate you listening to my communication, your body is saying. And then little pieces kick back at you so that you can look at them even more deeply and then diminish them either completely or mostly completely. Because if they come back every now and then, that's okay. It's just yeah. as long as you see it right away, right? Because yeah. it helps you pave, smooth your life out again, right? You look at yeah. whatever is popping back up and saying, say it again. I mean, if it's an ongoing thing for you, Lisa, and it's just really minimal like that, that's not a bad communication system for your body to be helping you like live this tremendous life, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's the, so I'm sorry, it sounds like you're about to say something. No,
2: I would, go ahead, go ahead.
1: So it's it, it, in my experience, it's, it's pausing to connect the thought I'm having that's, that's creating this pain and tension in my back. And then releasing that, asking for guidance, asking for help, take control over this, direct me, lead me. And then releasing myself from the obligation. in my mind, it's been to have to do this alone. Like I'm not alone and figuring out whatever these concerns or worries of mine are. and And that's caused just my back to loosen. Like I feel as if it's just perfect.
2: yeah, it's nice when we can come to a point where because we all, so many of us are on that. Have been on that trajectory of thinking we have to do everything ourselves and oh gosh when we can finally realize that we're a part of a team the universe is you know has people surrounding us with support and and ideas and you know things like our bodily communications to help support us and if you know we can think in those in those dimensions it just helps us to lead a more peaceful life because we don't have to do it all ourselves. That's a relief.
1: And that was a theme even. Yeah. And that's, that was a theme even in your book, a journey within talking about how the character was really led to trust, to trust.
2: Yes, that's exactly right. He went through a, a, um, synthesis of different techniques and different learnings and and then finally near the end of the book evolve to to learning that you know the little little things we can do to to give ourselves more peace in an easier way are great but if something is a little stickier and it's still you know attaching itself to us that we can let that go and let just let spirit take it. Just let the universe handle it for us. And that is a huge relief for all of us. It's a, it's a great way to live your life. It is.
1: So in your own personal journey of going from real estate agent to how you are helping people in the world, because I think I, whatever job we're performing, it's a service and it yeah. fits in the divine plan, whatever way you out there are pursuing your living and making a, a life and income so for you now with this medical intuition how how did how has that felt for you to even step into working in that role
2: it took me quite a while to get confidence that uh, on so many levels to take a step out of just out of being a businesswoman and living what seemed to be you know a very normal mainstream type life um, which I excelled in, uh, um, helped a lot of people I actually used a lot of metaphysical techniques well through my whole life I, I've always been attracted to them but I didn't really present that way I didn't people didn't know I thought that mm. way so much. I just lived it um, but I didn't have it on my outer shell, let's say, yeah, they all just thought I was just very serious, very hardworking, very committed, and, um, you know, very service oriented and very helpful <laughs> to them. Um, but now that I have um, taken quite a bit of time—I'm going to say five years—it has taken mm. me to really evolve into allowing the gifts within me to. Flourish and bud and come into a really high level. Um, I had to go through things like being afraid of what people would think of me, um, being afraid that something I would say to someone maybe wasn't going to resonate for them, and you know, oh my gosh, what would happen if that happened? Kind of thing. They, there was just so much to deal with, and and now that is. So secondary to the beautiful gift that gifts, all the gifts that I have um, becoming on the forefront of, of my life and how I can help other people and just the changes I've made in people's lives. It's, it's extraordinary. I'm, I'm just excited about the whole thing and moving forward a hundred percent with it now.
1: Yes. I think one of the things you said stood out to me to kind of accentuate where you spoke about, and this is my paraphrase, of allowing your gifts to unfold and allowing, I think you said five years, to to, grain gator, to gain greater comfort with the way you've been shifting your work. And I think that is so beautiful and important for us to uh, remind ourselves we do have that option to expand in a way that feels we're being naturally led and not trying to shove ourselves a round peg into a square hole because we need to reach this goal. We need to make a certain amount of money if we believe we take steps X, Y, and Z. That And I think that's why now you're, it sounds like you experience a really wonderful practice of many people coming to you and they're being helped and it feels just so mutually wonderful. And I think that's in part because you've allowed yourself to naturally evolve without forcing it.
2: You know, I totally agree with you. It It is exactly whenever whenever I feel like I'm trying to force anything, I get so much resistance. Everything just stops for me. Mm. It's like the universe is really trying to show me that path, too, to help my clients with. You probably encounter the same thing. Do, do you not, Lisa? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like everything works together like a team in the whole universe and the whole you know earthly planet all of it and don't you think that the, there's a shift in how people are thinking and accepting on these metaphysical practices more now there's it's just become so much more mainstream yes. than it than it was you and know, people having back. the
1: knowledge. Yes, and more accessible, more accepted. And I think it helps people achieve happiness and well-being faster than than in past times when this knowledge wasn't so available. And I, I, I see it being more and more part of the mainstream in medicine and psychology, schools, implementing meditation, for example. It's awesome to be alive at this time and see it happen.
2: It really is. It's that is that is so true it's so exciting to be a part of this like to think that we were born into this time in order to to be evolutionary and be a part of this whole wheel that's turning faster and faster every day and just gaining momentum it's just very
1: exciting it is and again when you spoke about letting yourself have the time you needed to feel more comfortable about how you're going to use your medical medical intuitive gifts to be of service and you let that message kind of come through you and to you. And, and now here you are. I think I know it's a struggle I've been having since the beginning of this year. If you go on, when I go on Facebook, especially there's all these healing practitioners, you can click to download their meditation, click to download this webinar, click for this, click for that. And anything under the sun that you can imagine real estate, business, writing a book. And I thought, oh my gosh, why don't I have anything like that? Like, you need to develop a curriculum. You need to record a meditation. You need to do this, this, and that. And none of it, it, I couldn't even mobilize myself to do any of it. And I finally just given myself permission that that I feel like I'd like to create something new using virtual reality. Uh, I'm not sure what that is yet, but just to let it evolve and how I enjoy Working with people, it doesn't have to be this traditional way that we're so inundated with, with clicking on this. They capture your email, so you grow your list. That's great. It's important. I want to grow my list. I need to grow my email list. However, I'd like to do it in a way that feels congruent and fun and easy and in alignment with with me and not trying to make myself do something I don't really want to do. Exactly.
2: That's that's exactly. I'm with you a hundred percent, Lisa, because with integrating it that way, um, instead of doing the square peg square hole thing, we get all of the medical elements. So you it just ex- makes it expand it ex- exponentially if if you're following you you're, know, yeah. a, a joyful path with it.
1: Yeah. And and when I finally just release that. It came to me that what feels congruent for me and I put on my NOLA therapy website is to do an intensive package, working with clients individually on identifying the placement of Chiron in their astrological chart, which points to your core wounding and why you repeat certain patterns to no avail. And so it's a, it's a coaching package of eight weeks, consecutive sessions, once a week for eight weeks. And I pull your astrology chart based on your time, place, and date of birth. And I do a comprehensive uh, look at Chiron specifically and how it influences your choices. And we meet once a week to talk about that remotely. And so that's what I'm excited about are people signing up for that package, because I feel like I'd really like to do that deep dive individually with someone understanding how they can help themselves heal through self-forgiveness, particularly. So oh, that's, I just, that is
2: great. Yes, yeah, so oh I just gosh, put that on my website. Really, yeah, people are responding wonderfully to that, I'm sure. How exciting.
1: No, no one's booked yet, so i am that's why I'm mentioning it today. I feel inclined to mention to check out NOLA therapy and read a description under my services of that package because I'd really like to start working with people in that intensive way around their ch- Chiron core wounding. its I'm, I'm right. signing a book contract on Monday. And my book will be coming out next year on the same topic of self-forgiveness and healing from our core wounding. So I'm kind of gearing up to step into that new phase of my professional life with this awesome.
2: Awesome. And as each little thing fell into place and it it sort of you allowed it to come, you allowed it to come, you didn't push it, then you know it's the right path. That's how you know.
1: Yes. Exactly. I love it. I love
2: it. Oh yes, I'm gonna have to check that out myself. I'm I'm excited about it. Thank you. I, I sort of
0: Say goodbye.
2: When um, when I was doing uh, starting to actually put the medical intuition session onto my website, as I felt comfortable with it enough to actually make it an actual offer to not just the people I know, um, I felt moved. I felt an inclination to put down a three session package together with that because of really. what you experience is kind of a perfect illustration for it. For it, now that I think of it, um, you, you know, the first time out, you get the major stuff, and and you take a week to be doing implementing, and yeah. then as minor things can still be applying from it, another session can help knock those out, and and also, you know, bring more depth to the whole thing. And pos- that's not only that; people have more than one ailment. I mean.
1: Unless you want
2: to deal with something grand on a grand scale, which is fine, too. I have been dealing with people who have cancer, and it's been very helpful to them. So we'll see what the long-term results are. Um, But it can only be helping because it's certainly bringing more peace and sort of a feeling of freedom to their life. So that's going to be good for your body no matter what, right?
1: Absolutely it is.
2: Yeah. So, so interesting. Your, your package and, and mine are, are a little similar in that way, but yours is, I love that. I'm mean, going to have to check that out.
1: Thank you. And I like what you just shared about when you put it on your website. And I remember the moment I emailed my, my web designer to put this on there. It was like, oh, like there, there was some excitement. There was fear. There was like, Oh my gosh, is anybody going to sign up for this? And, and I was like, yeah, it's time. Like I want to, I want to do this. And just it's different. I don't know <laughs> just the what the reception will be, but it's like that exciting moment. And I think anyone listening can relate to when you initiated something new and you first put it out there, there's like this <gasps> kind of trepidation, but also excitement. And how exciting that yes. is,
2: Yes, absolutely. And you know if you have excitement, then then that's a move forward notice from your body. Uh, telling you good let's move forward Um, it's good you're excited so okay that's good to
1: know I like that as a confirmation yes (laughs) so Luann I'm going to do a quick commercial and if you hang tight and bring you right back on in in about a minute perfect so for our listeners I want to let you know about my sponsor for today's show she is singer and songwriter Angela Predom She, I want to direct you to where you can download her soulful music, and we are going to play a clip of a song of hers I really like called Beautiful Truth. Here we go. I interviewed Angela Predom on this podcast within the last couple of weeks. If you want to check that out, she actually sang a song live. We played another one and her music is really uplifting and positive and soulful. I think you can get that from what, what we just shared and you can find her music on, go to her website, Angela Predom, dot com, And you can download her music and purchase it on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud. She's a YouTube channel. If you follow her on Facebook, Angela Freedom, P-R-E-D-H-O-M-M-E.com. com. And thank you, Angela, for supporting my show today. Okay, Luann, I am back with you.
2: Very good. Oh, I love that, Angela Freedom.
1: All yes. right. Yes. So I wanna, I, I'm wanna ask something that I am researching you and such. You talk about how that the aches and pains of life are always pointing us in the direction we need to address in order to give us ease on our path. And at first reading that, to me, it's kind of like, oh, that's an oxymoron, like that our pain and aches are pointing us in the direction to give us ease when we're experiencing this distress even. Can you talk to us about that, how this directional system of our bodies is working? Yes, um,
2: down to the to the smallest thing, like if I'm walking through the day and I start to feel some tension in my neck, I can say, "Ah, oh, okay, what is that coming from? What is that coming from?" And then I'll get a knowing that you know, I I'm whatever it is that that I was working on. Let's say at the time, I'm getting a um, tunnel vision on it, and I need to. Realize I'm not allowing myself to quote look around, you know, hence stiff neck if you get that. I mean, it's it's usually there it's it's great communication if you're if you stub your toe back and tell you maybe that wasn't the right direction for you to be going. Mm. do you know what I mean? I mean things are okay. so right on right, on. okay, I'll say another one. Um, I was having a frustrating time with. Um, two dogs I was trying to get my dog acquainted with another dog so that we could kind of board them together when a group of us go on vacation coming up here and I had the two dogs and things weren't going real well and I my dog is really big and has really <laughs> long hair she's a long haired German Shepherd and Aww. she's 95 pounds she's wonderful but Beautiful. she has a lot of energy right so I I sort of gave her a little, little kind of cuff on the neck a little bit and I hit with my finger I hit her her neck collar and it bonked my finger funny and I I I thought gosh what was that because you know I hadn't I didn't hit her any hard to hurt her don't get me wrong but I thought I (coughs) hit my finger and here I am working on all this stuff right now okay what was that trying to show me what was my body what is my body showing me here my my finger hurts. What is my body showing me? Oh my gosh. I was trying to put my finger, let's see, lean too hard of a finger on her. You know, what is the word on that? I came to me perfectly at the time. Like, you know, when you put your finger too hard on something Mm -hmm. and then they can't move and they can't find their own flow. I was putting my finger too hard on those two little sweet dogs, not little, but whatever, Yes, and not allowing them to find their own flow. So was that a beautiful uh, communication for my body or what? And a simple, small one, because it faded pretty quickly.
1: Well, and it's sounding to me like you were becoming so familiar with the connection between your body and what that reflects in your life. And I'm thinking that can happen for us too, listening, that we can become that well-versed in this new language. Yeah. It's
2: a great new language to learn. It's the, it's the next best language than the one you're speaking.
1: <laughs> wow. I love that. We speak, right? <laughs> I love that. Well, you know, even yeah. in, right now I've been having this dry cough since December. And when I looked in Louise Hay's book, which we've talked about, you can heal your life. It talked about, I actually got bronchitis and it talked about bronchitis relating to processing a grief or a loss, which, which I was at the time. And, then that abated once I made that connection. But I've still had this lingering dry cough, and I don't feel ill at all. So I don't know if anything's coming up for you around this or not. It is. But Actually, love- okay.
2: how great is that? Oh, my gosh. And it ties right into your bronchitis. So it was kind of nice that you went full circle. Do you see how we work together as a team? Let me tell you, the um, the dry cough that is um, staying around for you are the little bits of grief and release release grief that you need to still think about releasing and an easy way for you to do that will be to remind yourself whenever you have a dry cough to remind yourself that your loved one is still right there with you and actually giving you additional support and mm. that's why you're getting a dry cough oh my god is that beautiful or what wow Yikes. thank you <sighs> Thank and that will be such an easy way to release it because then you're you're including that loved one into your current life and realizing what an instrumental part that person plays for you on an ongoing basis. Wow. Thank you. You are welcome. Gosh. See, I love it when these things come up because I'm going, "Ooh, that's wonderful. I can use that too." You know what yes. I mean? We can all be healed by each other's little idiosyncrasies. We all can.
1: Oh, I like that. Can you say something more about that?
2: <laughs> yes, yes. If you would start, I'm kind of going off subject of our bodies, but I'm going to tell you that if you, this made me think of, if any of you hear a creak in the ceiling, um, in your house, you can always know that someone—that's someone on the other side giving you support for whatever it was you were just thinking about. Wow that beautiful? That's amazing. Such a beautiful, comforting thought. And once and here's the other really cool thing, because things happen all around us and we don't notice everything that's happening around us. But once we start to notice something, then it, it gets bigger. So you'll notice it more. If you notice one creak of a sound in your house, you'll start to notice more more often and you'll think, gosh, my house is getting creaky but it isn't that it's that you're paying attention so now you're getting more of the feedback
1: yes beautiful. wow that's beautiful. beautiful
2: how that works it is i want to share something else oh yeah lisa one of the things i remember suggesting to you and then later i tried it i started trying it myself too was because we have had such mild weather this year so far here in southern california i've not been used to running around barefoot quite yet. Ah. But in one of the things I suggested to you was to kick off your shoes when you get in the house and let your feet uh, be grounding more into the earth, into, you know, by having direct contact with your flooring in your house makes it, it without the uh, insulation of your shoes. It, it's a grounding effort and it can bring more comfort and more actual physical um sensation of feeling um the comfort and the sort of majesty of the universe flowing through you more easily it's a grounding technique that you know i've kind of i kind of had forgotten and so i've started throwing off my shoes when i get in the house and you know you know some of the small minor afflictions that i had are already fading Wow. Um, yeah.
1: You know, yeah. I've been doing that since you emailed that to me last week. I, I, I've made a conscious effort to take off my shoes. And there was one moment when I first did it that I actually felt my back shift and adjust. And and it was like, wow, that was very poignant. That was very direct. Like, okay, yes, this is what you do. And I, right now, I'm, I'm like, I'm wearing socks. I like wearing socks, but I don't have any shoes yeah. on. So that counts, right? Right. Yes, okay. that counts. It absolutely counts. Uh, yes, so right now. I'm so great. And actually, it's interesting. Every podcast I do today, I'm at home instead of at LA Talk Radio because I have a guest flying in to Los Angeles. But usually at the studio, I take my shoes off for every podcast. And no one can see it. Like you would you know, if, if I'm in a place right. where no one can see. But I do every right. podcast without my shoes on because it helps me feel more grounded.
2: Yes. And you know
1: what else it does? It actually
2: connects you. Your vibration goes through the earth and connects with whoever you're speaking with. I have found that in my sessions. That is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I'm so tuned into that. Yeah, Yeah. right? Because you resonate because it's the truth. I'm so tuned into my body and to the influences around me on an intuitive basis that when i'm doing a session on um on my computer and i'm seeing their face and they're seeing mine i start depending on how resonating we get it depends on the depth of the chills that i'll get through my whole body and the resonation Mm. and then i sort of feel (laughs) it going in a circle i can feel it circling and connecting to them and i am sure, as I'm talking to you and tuning into you, the same thing is happening for you. And that you just intuitively, without even realizing specifically what you were doing, that's why you removed your shoes.
1: Yeah. That's so interesting. I didn't make that connection until just now speaking with you, that that's how I like to do my show at LA Talk Radio, is without oh, shoes on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And now you know why, huh? Yeah. <laughs> how fun is that? It
1: yeah. is fun. <laughs>
2: so fun it's so so fun my life has been so fun since i was sort of gathered up by the ascended masters (laughs) and open to channeling it has been so fun they have taught me so many cool interesting things and you know i was kicking up my heels here recently over one aspect that i've been being so good for so long i eat really healthy i mean they led me to do Take green, drink green a green drink first thing in the morning for my breakfast and just really change out. Um, don't eat a lot of sugar and really had to get rid of the caffeine thing. We slowly weeded that off for me and because more sensitive I became, the more sensitive I became. So the sugar is not good for me and really caffeine not good for me a little bit of green drink or a green tea every now and then is not bad but for me once i just love that high of caffeine and once i have a little bit i then i want you know one every day and then i want maybe a whole one instead of a half one every day
1: a oh yes yeah.
2: You know, I mean I'm talking minuscule amounts, but my body is so ridiculously sensitive now. Yeah. Uh, So I kicked up my heels a little bit about the whole sugar thing a while back and I was doing so well and I I was kind of been working with the perfectionist thing and saying, Okay, I gotta find balance balance and it's okay for me to be, you know, in balance on this and so I was kinda partaking in a dessert dessert here and then a dessert Uh, there and, and then another dessert and pretty soon I have canker sores and I'm going, oh my gosh, I must not be speaking my truth on something. And, you know, I spoke my truth on everything I could possibly think that was hanging out. And then I still, my canker sores were just like really not doing well and not going away. Mm. And then I just really tuned in and sat down and did a journaling thing for myself because doing it on myself sometimes is obvious, but other times I am led experientially to my lessons well the big lesson for me was that i was not allowing myself to speak my truth because i was letting my lust for the sugar to get in the way of my um, being in full contact and full um yeah contact is the best word okay with, with my guides with my guidance systems with my whole channeling the whole psychic intuitive mediumship uh, medical into the whole thing you know it's really important for me to walk that line and not let that sugar overtake me uh you know i can do a little bit of have a little sugar here and there don't get me wrong but you got the idea that i went off a little too far on it (laughs) (coughs) and you're so so sensitive to it yeah yes 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 and now, you know, that I, I stepped back in and started really walking the line with that. And, and um, yeah, my gifts are even more pronounced. So, you know, what's the trade off? A little sugar or these friggin' amazing gifts?
1: Hello. Yes. Right? Who wouldn't yes, want that? You, Absolutely. <sighs> what else do you want to share with us in our last few minutes? I feel inclined to just kind of let you be more free, less questions, and just more what you'd like to offer us
2: well let's see i can share with you um so let me share with you a little story about my little granddaughter she's going to be turning three um in a month and she had skinned her knee a while back and then anytime she would get upset she would say my knee hurts but then that skinned knee went got completely healed and so she had continued the habit of every time she would get upset she would say my knee hurts and then I so I would be talking to her metaphysically kind of but on a Mm -hmm. child level about that but then I went you know I have never tuned in to see what's going on with her knee and I tuned in to her and to her knee and realized do you know, Lisa, she really gets an ache in her knee when she gets upset because she's not getting, let's say she's not getting something she wants or she's being shut down. I mean, there's more to it than just that she's not getting something she wants. So bottom line, what is happening is she is having a fear of moving forward and its it turns into her being upset and having knee pain to show her mm. that in our language she's out of alignment with with the way the universe really wants for her you know let's say if if someone's not letting like, like let's say let's say i i only wanted her to use blue and white paint and i didn't want to get the black paint out when we were painting rocks And and then she got upset, and all of a sudden, her knee's hurting. Well, the truth is, her creative part wanted to do what it wanted to do. Mm. But then when I said, no, we're not doing that, well, now her knee hurts, what was happening was the adult me was quelching the free-spirited, creative side of her, and then she started to say, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to have that, because after all, my grandma's all-powerful, so I probably really do need to not have that. That's why her knee started to hurt, because she was telling herself – What wasn't the truth. The truth is, okay, I can't have that. Maybe I can find another way to flourish and be creative. Let me do this. Then her knee wouldn't have hurt it. But since she held on to the push-pull fight and said, no, I've got to have that paint or else I can't be creative, now she's outside of her alignment with the universe because she is creative, but she's now telling herself that she's not because she can't have the black paint for the it's God, oh. pretty crazy. And is that not beautiful to, to start to help a three-year-old to see through how her body talks to her <clears throat> that early on and allow her to integrate that into her life on a, for a lifelong basis to be tuned into her yes. body? So young. Oh.
1: What a gift. Yeah. And right? wow, for her to get this now at three, it's beautiful. I feel really proud yeah. For her I and for you, I'm so excited. How, about uh, it. Deep I am so excited feel for her it. about
2: it. Yes, yeah. And for the and for all of humanity, because as one three year old starts to grasp grasp that she's starting to step outside the magic she was already born with, and then we kind of move away from as as we start to to get a little bit older, she's seeing how to step back into that way more easily for her whole life, the rest of humanity is getting a piece of that learning tool right along with her because of the whole hundred monkey thing. I don't know if I'm going into too much detail at the end of your program, but some people will pick that up and get it right. You get it, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Uh, Luann, I've just enjoyed our time so much. It was so many helpful specific offerings that you have given me and our listeners thank you and how can how can people find you to schedule medical medical intuitive sessions with you just right on my website
2: on the homepage and there's also a shop page which gives you more information on each detail but you can go right to the homepage and schedule directly there too so yeah it's luanneledwig.com. l o u a n n e Ludwig, thank you so much for having me on today, Lisa.
1: You're welcome. I can say I love you, and I'm so grateful to to have you in my life.
2: Thank you, and I'm grateful for you too. I love you too. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. That concludes my show today with Medical Intuitive, Luann Ludwig. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. I am going to be celebrating my 48th birthday on Monday, June 17th, and I am just delighted to be able to be with you each week sharing messages of people doing all all this really cool stuff. All my love to you. Bye.
0: Enjoy. And in all, make the world a better place for everyone. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir only.